Hey everybody and welcome back to Coffee with the Missionary. We're going to be talking about a few very important things this week. One being why missionaries need prayer while in the field. Some of the things that happen. We're also going to be talking about the missions commitment service from Sunday of last week. The Sunday service that we had here in PNG that I was actually at this week with my family was amazing. We're going to talk about that. And I'm also going to be directing you to a new podcast that my son has started. My daughter was actually his first guest. So I'm going to direct you to that so you can check that out. The Positive Outlook is a great new podcast for you to check out. So I'll be pointing you in that direction. I'll leave a link in the show notes. But before we get started, go grab yourself a nice hot cup of coffee and we'll dive right into this week's episode. So as many of you know, whenever I'm on deputation or even on this podcast, oftentimes I'll talk about how we need to be praying for our missionaries, how that's the number one way that we can give is just by the the support of prayer. You know, there's things that we're up against while in the field, but there's also things that happen back at home that we're thousands of miles away. As for the Marshall family uh, from Newcastle, Indiana, which is our, our home place, our home base, if you will, to Mount Hog in Papua New Guinea, which is where we live, we're, we're looking at 8,500 miles, all right? So we're, we're not like a, jumping a plane and get a quick flight home or jumping a car and a quick drive home or even a few-hour drive home. We're, we're looking at, you know, a couple of days in the air, including layovers. We're usually looking at about three days from point to point. A um, couple of weeks ago, I got a call from my mom and she was letting me know that my, I, I call him my dad, my, my stepdad, you know, he, he pretty much raised me from the time I was a teenager uh, to, you know, now he still gives me good sound advice. He, he's helped me a lot throughout life and I love him and I appreciate him so very much. So mom, dad, when you're listening to this, a shout out to you guys. Thank you for your your prayers, your support. You know, they, they not only pray for us. I I know every single day, but they also uh, support us financially, and we're grateful and we're thankful for that. Uh, But I got a call saying that, uh, you know, she was on on her way to the hospital following the ambulance, thinking that he was having a heart attack. Well, come to find out, he he had a lot of blood clots that was in his lungs that had formed over a period of time, he had just had a surgery and, you know, the, the blood just clotted up in his lungs and it could have been really bad. But, you know, they, they called us for prayer. We, we, we prayed and we, we really sought after God that God would just come through and, and, and help with that. So that that's one area that we've needed prayer for over the past past little while. Another is we had a death of our uh, from our original church, my, my wife was actually raised in the church that we came out of before going to Newcastle. Uh, we moved to Newcastle in 2013, but we was raised in Connersville, and my wife attended the same church from birth uh, until 2013. So we, we got a notification from, from her mom. She called us. It was about 
1 a.m. in the morning here, and, and we got that phone call stating that our old assistant pastor had passed away at the young age of 53 years old. Uh, he, he's just not much older than I am, and, and he passed away, and, you know, we're not going to be able to be there for that. Uh, we also got a notification this morning from our assistant superintendent that the first woman to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ here in Papua New Guinea passed away this morning at 6 a.m. And Sister Bima, she'll be, she'll be missed. She was greatly loved. She was an evangelist with, with the Assemblies of the Lord Jesus Christ, Papua New Guinea. We've heard several stories of, you know, her baptizing people and just just going out there and, and spreading the good news and spreading the gospel. Uh, one thing that we have here now, we're, we're, all, we're currently planning uh, her, her funeral services and things like that. I have sent out word to our organization that she's passed away. I've also contacted Bishop Barnett, letting him know. Uh, he was, he, you know, they, they was really close for a lot of years. And, uh, you know, our, our prayers are with the families and they're also with the Barnetts that, that are in the United States that spent quite a bit of time with Sister Bima. And we, we just want to continue to lift up those families in prayer and continue to pray for us. Um, I mean, we, we've really, uh, you know, had, had a couple of weeks of, of some stuff there. Uh, we are, you know, looking forward to, to the things that are going on here. But e even though, you know, the, the things here are, are going on with a building program and things like that, there there's so many other things that, you know, sometimes you just got to, you got to keep on pressing, but you got to keep on, you know, praying for the things that are going. It's kind of like, kind of like, uh, you know, being, being, having a trowel in one hand and a, and a sword in the other, you know, I preached that not too long ago. And, uh, you know, in the, in the book of Nehemiah, where, where they're building the wall, you know, he, he says that, you know, he's got the watchman on the wall watching out, but he also has every man with a, with a sword and a trowel while, while, they're, while they're doing the job. So just because we're in the middle of a building program doesn't mean that everything else stops. It just means that we have to be vigilant. And the reason that we're building is for this Bible college. So, you know, the enemy's going to fight that. We got plenty of people that are just just chomping at the bit for, for things to happen. You know, the enemy's just fighting us tooth and nail, but hallelujah anyhow, huh? Um, I, I also, I mentioned on a, on a live feed last week, we was talking about Gibson, which is a, a man that, that came to me for a Bible study. Uh, he's from the Southern Highlands. He's not from around where we're at. He's from about three hours away, but he was able to make it up here. Him and his wife and his daughters are, are here. And we've been talking about baptizing him. We gave him a Bible study. He understands the importance of baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. He also understands, you know, that we we done a Bible study on the oneness of God, and things are just happening. You know, it's it's wonderful. It's amazing what God is doing, and we're just excited. He came out Saturday. We baptized him in that precious name. He went down in Jesus' name on Saturday. And, you know, we, we prayed with him, we prayed for him, and, and we're, just, we're just trusting God for, to order the rest of his steps, right? We're, we're praying that God will fill him with the Holy Ghost and, and that things will happen there. Uh, it has opened a door in the Southern Highlands where we're going to be able to go down there and preach the crusade probably in April sometime and uh, preach a crusade down there where people can hear the truth. They, they've got quite a few different 
different things going on in the place that he's from in particular uh, that we, we need to go down there and we just need to share the truth and share the gospel. But we're excited on what God is doing here uh, Sunday morning, which was uh, yesterday because I'm recording this on Monday night to launch it on, on Tuesday morning. Uh, we've had some serious data connectivity issues, so I figured I'd get a jump start on this so that we can at least get it uploaded or partially uploaded before my, my targeted time of 9 a.m. tomorrow, Eastern Australian uh, Standard Time. I never get it on all that time because it usually takes most of the day. So I'm going to try this where I'm doing it a day early and, and see what we do there. But the service that we had yesterday, we was at Seagury Church because we had some uh, Sunday school material again uh, to deliver out there. I told you about Anglip Outreach where we took the stuff out there. Now we're, we were able to do another church. Uh, this church is actually our assist. Or, I'm sorry, our former assistant superintendent of the ALJC Papua New Guinea, our current district or national superintendent. So. We're, we're just excited with what God is doing in that church, and they, they had a great turnout of kids. Pastor Thomas told me that normally they have like 50 kids in that class. That's, that's pretty amazing, uh, but when we was there yesterday, there's, there's probably a good 30, 35 kids there. We was able to present them with their Sunday school tote, which had a Bible and some Sunday school lessons. Uh, some three-in-one for the teacher because anybody that's ever taught Sunday school to youth, you know that you need plenty of coffee. Can I get an amen from sister Sunday school teacher out there? Me and my wife, we, we taught Sunday school for quite a while, and it is, uh, it, it's eventful. Uh, <laughs> that's a nice way to put it. You never know what you may walk into on a Sunday morning. So I had some coffee for her, some Sunday school lessons, some ink pens, some pencils, some glue, uh, some scissors, all kinds of goodies for, for Sunday school. Uh, we gave them some gum. For those of my listeners back in the States, it, it's kind of like bazooka gum, the, the gum that we, got, that we give out over here, uh, a lot like bazooka gum. So we, we gave them a, a bag of that to pass out. But during the service, you know, it, it was a great service. And we, we was able to talk about, about some great things. I, I taught on the Word of God, as a matter of fact. I, I preached on that. And before the, the service started, God started to deal with me. And I, I told him, you know, that, that God was going to heal some, some people in that church that day. And that God was also going to fill someone with the Holy Ghost that day. Well, we, we had a prayer line at the end of service. Sister Marshall and Pastor Thomas and his wife, they came up. And we was able to pray for quite a few people in that service. And I'm here to tell you that four of them got the Holy Ghost. Woo, hallelujah. Four people got the Holy Ghost speaking in a heavenly language, you know, right there in that service. And we, we had a, a couple people confirm that they had some healings in their body. And I, I, I'm just going to go out and say it. You know, there was somebody there that, that God planted a seed and they're going to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ before too long. Uh, after service, you know, we, we had, a, had a great time. They, there was quite a few people that they brought in a food offering for us, so we, we was able to come home with plenty of vegetables. And anybody that's ever been to Papua New Guinea or knows about Papua New Guinea knows that we have the best pineapple ever. Uh, we got quite a few pineapples yesterday. We, we got so much food that we was able to bless uh, three, four, actually four families with, with some food. 
we got some pawpaw, which is a huge papaya. Uh, we got some uh, some some pineapples, some all kinds of stuff, some lemons, all kinds of citrus. We we got all kinds of goodies. So uh, all kinds of bananas. We've got so many different types of bananas over here. It's insane. But you know it. It, it was great to be in that service and to be able to see what God's doing. Uh, we, we had a great unity there. Uh, they, they, they sang a song, and whenever they were singing the song, you could just feel this unity in the place. So right before I got up to preach, I was like, all right, let's sing that song one more time, and let's get us united one more time so that we can dive into this and, and just see what God has in store. And he, he showed up. I'm, I'm here to tell you he showed up. So God's doing some great things here. Please continue to remember us in prayers. Thank you again for giving at the Missions Commitment Service. You know, I say it all the time, we couldn't do this without you guys. Um, I do want to, to throw, a, throw this out there. There's a new podcast, and the name of that podcast is The Positive Outlook, or POP. POP is The Positive Outlook Podcast. It's hosted by my son, Ezekiel Marshall. Uh, there's an episode on there right now with him and Adriana. Be sure to check them out. They're, they're doing a great thing. They've been inspired to start a podcast by uh, another, another man here in Papua New Guinea that's, that's going around. And he, he's just, you know, doing his thing. But, you know, e- even, even though they, they're, they're younger, they, they got some wisdom there. You know, they're, they're putting a lot of good stuff out there on this podcast. And it's giving you a, a, a way to look at things more positively. And we all need that. You know, we, we all need that positive outlook on life, that positive outlook on ministry. And, you know, a lot of people's like, well, you know, it's a kid or whatever. But, you know, Ezekiel, he's about to turn 18. But what we have to understand is when whenever you're an MK and you spend a lot of time out in the field, you know, you, you leave the comforts of America and come to another country, uh, you have a different outlook on life and a different outlook on just society and, and, and people in general than you would if you was spending all of your time in the United States. You know, it's totally different atmosphere, totally different people. Uh, you have to mature a lot faster uh, because, you know, here people are people are getting married young. Uh, people are people are having children young. Uh, people are just growing up a lot faster here than they do where we're from so it gives you the view of being a missionary's kid in a third world country it it also talks about things that they're up against as missionary kids Uh, Adriana you know on that first episode she opens up some and then Ezekiel he just kind of lays it out you know we we always look at you know missionary families that are in the field you know we see what kind of things that the parents are doing we see what kind of things the missionary's doing but we don't always necessarily see what it does to the children that are in the field or how they handle things or things that they're actually doing. You know, I, I, I'm encouraging this podcast, uh, you know, because I, I think it's a great outlet for them to be able to come on and be able to share things that, that they go through every single day that there's people in America that are 50, 60 years old that haven't seen some of the stuff that these children have seen. Uh, yeah, I, I say children, you know, I've got two teenage kids. They'll, they'll always be my kids. You know, I, I've got kids back at home, Daniel and Harley. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're in their mid-20s. You know, Adri- or Harley, she's, she's 22. 
Daniel, he's 26 now. So, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're getting up there and, uh, they're still my kids. You know, we, we have little Rose Lee, our first grandbaby, you know, I'm, I'm kind of showing my age, but, but with these guys doing these podcasts, you know, I, the reason that I encourage it so much is so that you guys can see from their point of view. Because sometimes younger people have, have a, a broader scope and a broader look on things that are going on. So I encourage you to go check them out. Uh, they're, they're set up for YouTube and podcasts. But right now, uh, with our data connection the way that it is, YouTube's kind of out of the question right now. Uh, sometimes I'll go live on Facebook. But if I do, I make sure that I've had a pretty good connection for quite a while because it's pretty hit and miss over here. So YouTube's kind of out of the question right now, but they are recording these both on video and on audio. Uh, They're available on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Music. Not Apple Music. Shows you how. All right. Apple Podcast right now, so you need to check them out. And, uh, you know, subscribe to those. Make sure that you share them so other people can listen to them too. Uh, this has been a little bit shorter of a podcast than normal. But, you know, I'm, I'm just hitting on the high points and, and, and some things that are going on. Because I feel like the more that I let you know that we have going on here, and the more effectively you can pray, the more you will pray. And the more that we have people praying for us over there, the, the better it is here. I can feel your prayers. I can assure you my family can feel your prayers. Uh, We can tell when we got people in our corner on their knees for us. So thank you so much for your prayers, your continued support. Just keep them coming. And we're so thankful that we was able to get a better setup for the microphone. If you can't tell, we're not ringing and screaming like we was. It's sounding quite a bit better. Me and Ezekiel, since he went in, uh, you know, to podcasting as well, we was able to figure something out where we can get way better sound. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. Make sure to rate, review us, comment, share us on Apple Music, share our link, share everything you can, share us on Facebook. Get the word out. Go share the gospel and tell somebody about Jesus. Thank you for listening to Coffee with a Missionary. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, follow us on social media, and go to anchor.com to find out how to support us monthly. God bless.